Welcome to Joyful Marketing. I'm Simone Soul, and I teach you how to get your life coaching practice fully booked without having to pay for ads, buy Instagram followers, or complicated sales funnels. It's not rocket science, and you can do it too. Listen on to find out how. Hey friends, how you doing? I'm going to devote today's podcast episode to talking about something that I have addressed sort of over the years with my clients, but I realized, oh, I need to devote an episode specifically to this topic. So we're going to talk about this today. We're going to talk about day jobs or just jobs, right? There's so much like confusion and anguish over the topic of whether to quit your job, when to quit your job, whether to get a job while you're doing a business, all these things. And I want to present to you my way of looking at it, which I honestly think is so much better than <laughs> sort of the prevailing mainstream view on this. I want to offer you my view because I really think it's going to alleviate a lot of people's suffering and create a lot of clarity. I want to offer you my stance on when it's the quote unquote right time to leave your job when you have a business and when you should go get a job, how to think about it all, etc. So let's get right down to it. I think there is a toxic culture within the world of online business that kind of stigmatizes day jobs that kind of looks down on people who have jobs or, you know, if you have a job, you're encouraged to kind of almost think about it as something to escape from, something to graduate from, something that you wouldn't need to deal with if only you were awesome and you're, you had a rocking business and you didn't need to work your job anymore. First of all, I think that is a shitty way of looking at things. <laughs> I don't know. It, it just, first of all, it sets up this hierarchy between people who are working jobs and who aren't, which I think makes zero sense. Who said that having an online business is like, and being able to pay your bills with your business is somehow like superior to working a job. It's not superior in any way. It's not morally superior. It's not superior just in, in any way, right? Having a job is not something to be ashamed of. Having a job is amazing. Having a job means you are putting your, your gifts, the resources inside you to good use, to be of benefit to society and be compensated for it. So you can pay your bills and do what you want in your life. Like that is what having a job means. You know, let me, let me tell you this. I frequently think about getting a job. Because <laughs> I have this sort of, you can call it a spiritual practice, I guess. It's kind of, I also know it as a stoic practice, a, a practice within the philosophy of stoicism. I actually started doing it on my own. And then I read about stoicism and I realized that this is like one of the stoic teachings and practices where I think about, I often entertain my quote unquote worst case scenario, right? And stoics recommend this practice because Often having the worst case scenario in your mind helps to kind of helps you to make peace with it and it helps you to put whatever is currently happening in perspective. So for example, I think about getting a job a lot as part of my quote unquote 
worst case scenario, if my business were to go belly up for some reason, right? And I put worst case scenario in quotes because that's not the actual worst case scenario. My actual real worst case scenario that I fear is like our planet being hit by an asteroid and all of us being wiped out like dinosaurs. (laughs) Like that really grips me with a lot of fear. That is my actual worst case scenario or nuclear war. That's horrible. That's the actual worst case scenario. But for the purposes of what we're talking about, something that I often think about is what it would be like if my business completely got destroyed for some reason and I wasn't able to make money with it anymore, like my reputation got ruined, whatever, right? And I often take myself to that place in my imagination because again, it helps me. It helps my mental health a lot. It helps me to be you know, keep myself in perspective to be able to put whatever's happening in context. So I often think about what I would do if my business wasn't viable anymore and I like couldn't do it anymore. And I think about how okay I would be, how I would make myself okay and how I would create meaning and fulfillment and, you know, purpose in my life in that situation and how I would be happy, right? And part of that picture is getting a job. If I couldn't do my business anymore, I would go get a job and I would happily go get a job. Um, I understand that not all jobs are necessarily like happy jobs. Some jobs you just, you know, you just do them to pay the bills. And, and some jobs that I've had were better fits for my personality than others. But I always felt like it was such an honor to be like employed, to, be trusted to do a job, to do a task for other people, to be useful, right? And I remember like walking into the first day of so many jobs that I've had feeling like so like lucky. And I also remember times when I was unemployed, when I didn't have a business or anything, I was just unemployed, right? And I was looking for a job and I didn't have a job. And I remember how badly I wanted to feel useful to society, right? And when I did get a job, what made me really happy was the feeling of, oh my gosh, I, I can now be useful to other people. I can be useful to society. Okay. And then I had to go to therapy and get coaching on all the ways I was conflating my self-worth to my usefulness. But anyway, <laughs> let's not go off on that tangent because I think it's, I think it's healthy. I think it's a good thing to feel good about being useful. And I think I would just go to feeling those feelings again. Like if I were to get a job, what kind of job would I get where I'm able to use my skill set? You know, and I imagine myself finding, you know, a challenge and a joy and satisfaction and meaning and purpose and enrichment in that scenario where I go get a job. And I think about how that would be fine. I think about how I, I would go to that job and make new friends. I would go to that job and, you know, like have relationships that enrich my life. I would, you know, be challenged in ways that grow me. I would make money with which I would pay the bills for my family. Like, you know, I would have less money than I do now. I mean, I make millions a year now, and I think most jobs (laughs) pay less than millions a year. But then I think about how, you know, I can get used to anything. You know, humans are creatures of habit. And if I got used to making a lot less money, I would just also get used to, you know, spending money in a new way and saving money in a new way. And that would just become my new norm, right? Like I always am thinking about these things because I never want to do business. I never want to make business decisions from a place of like fearing that all of this is going to go away, right? 
I feel like that, like having a death grip on what you've achieved and accumulated because you live in fear of it going away is a horrible way to live. It's a terrible way to, it's just terrible, right? It's not fun. So contemplating my worst case scenario sort of frees me up from this like death grip that I have that I would have maybe if I were being unconscious about it. Like, oh my gosh, I worked so hard to build this business. It can never go away. It can never fail. Like, you know, I have to do whatever it takes to keep this going because it's what defines me. And without it, I would die. Right. I don't have that attitude, right? Because I'd be like, I would get a job. If this business went belly up, I would figure it out. Right. So in my own personal mind, in my own personal brain, that's how I think about things. Now, I encourage my clients to think about things the same way. What is the actual big fucking deal if you have to go get a job or if you want to get a job? You know, I have many clients who confess to me, I actually like my job, right? There is no hierarchy. Having a job is a beautiful thing. It is a noble thing. So speaking of noble thing, I think it's a very noble thing to have a job that you work while you are building your business, even if the business is what you want to be doing full time and you are working hard towards that outcome. Because here's what it tells me when somebody is building their business and has a day job. What it tells me is that they are responsible people. What it tells me is that they take all the ways that they can contribute to society seriously. What it tells me is that they're mature. What it tells me is that it's important for them to like put their affairs in order. Like it, all of that is the mark, like being able to do a job and grow your business at the same time is the mark of somebody who can prioritize things. It's a mark of somebody who can, who can multitask, who can get a lot of things done in a short time. You know that saying, like if you want, if you want something done, ask a busy person. Like that is like what I'm talking about, right? There is nothing especially noble about not having a job. Now, many of us, I'm assuming, you know, many of you listening to this podcast, I assume want to, you know, do your business full time. And again, that's beautiful too. Hello, I do my business full time. I freaking love it. It's a beautiful thing to aspire to. It's a beautiful thing to have. And here's what I advise about when it's a good time to quit your day job, okay? I think it's a good time to, this is exactly what I teach my clients or what I advise them, right? It's a good time to quit your day job when your business has proven itself to be self-sustaining, when it has consistent income that you can live from. And I don't mean you had your first big income month and now you're like, oh my gosh, I've just broken through. I've made it. No, no, no. I don't mean that. I mean consistent. Do you know that your business can consistently, reliably pay the bills or pay for the lifestyle you want? That's when you quit your job. Because of almost kind of the fetishization, is that a word? I just made that up. Fetishization, it's like you make a fetish out of not having a job and, you know, going all in on my business, right? Like that culture and online business, I think people want to quit their jobs way too soon. And they think it's kind of a buzzkill when I say, no, don't quit your job. Only quit your job when your business is self-sustaining. But here's why I say that. 
Because I've, guys, I've been doing this a while and I have observed so, 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 so many businesses go up and down in their growth trajectories. And here is what I know. The number one killer of sales is the pressure to pay the bills. The number one thing that stifles business owners' creativity and their energy and mucks up their energy and you know, when your energy is all mucked up, it dries up your sales. Like the number one business killer is the pressure for the business to make money. Like if this doesn't make money, then we're screwed and we can't pay the bills. I have to sign a client. Otherwise, XYZ is going to happen. Would you want to hire somebody who's looking to you to be the solution to their to the bills that have to be paid? Like seriously, think about this right now. You think of working with a life coach, with a whatever coach, health coach, whatever. Would you want to work with somebody for who's looking at you, a prospect, like you are to be the salvation for their financial shit? No, nobody wants to work with that person. So I don't want any of you to end up in that situation where you are desperate And whenever you see prospective clients, you are seeing dollar signs because you need to pay the bills. That is a horrible place to do business from. It is not fun. I do not recommend it. And that is why I recommend that unless you independently have like support, maybe you are independently wealthy, maybe you have support from family, maybe you, whatever, right? In that case, whatever, do whatever you want. But if you are relying on your job to pay the bills, Relying on your job to pay the bills is so much better for your business than relying on every new prospective client you meet to pay your bills or like making yourself vulnerable to a situation where when you see prospective clients, like what you see is dollar signs and the urgency of I have to pay my bills. So that's what I am nudging you against. I am nudging you towards sufficiency. I am nudging you towards a reality where you look, you're looking at prospective clients and you're like, yeah, I'd love to work with you, but I don't need to. Like, you're not my salvation. You're not responsible for paying my bills. I'm responsible for paying my bills and I can't pay my bills. And I can show up from you from that sufficiency, from that generosity, because I don't have that neediness happening, that financial neediness. I'm not making the clients responsible for my finances, right? So from that sufficient place, you're going to be able to do your best work. That's when you're going to be able to do your best marketing, your best selling. That's when you are most likely to make the most amount of money, right? So let's recap. There's nothing wrong or shameful or less than at all about having a day job That's just a funny word, isn't it? Day job. What does that mean? Like, as opposed to a night job, right? (laughs) Having a job job, right? It's an honorable thing. It's a really cool thing. There's just this whole hierarchy that we set up, in my opinion, is bullshit. However, this is like a Byron Katie quote that I, that I often invoke, which is like, whatever way you can be of service is so good. That's not her exact quote, but that's how I remember it. However you can be useful, however you can be of service to other humans, to the world is a beautiful thing, right? So let's take that stigma out. You should only quit your job if 
you know your business has gotten to a point where it is consistently bringing you income that meets your needs to live on. Now, I do want to be sure to say, I know that there is such a thing as like abusive, toxic work situations that are like literally bad for you. And I am most definitely not saying stay in abusive, toxic work situations and like staying there is better than not staying there. I'm not saying that. I am saying do what it takes to avoid the situation of putting all the financial pressure on your business. You know, so much of, of how entrepreneurship works is that income is inconsistent, right? And I consider myself to have a very consistent business. I have a very high revenue business that is very healthy in every way. And yet sometimes my months are, I have very high months and sometimes I have very low months and it's just part of the flow of business, right? I always tell my clients, if you want consistent income, like same every single month, then go get a job. You'll get this check with the same dollar amount every single month. That's not how it works in entrepreneurship. Income goes up, income goes down. There's a lot of emotional maturity that it takes that you have to develop on the way that I developed on the way, the hard way, which I think is (laughs) the way everybody develops it, which kind of makes you kind of zen about navigating all the ups and downs of business. When you have a low income month, you understand, oh, it's just part of the, the flow of things, right? There's some low months, there's always some high months, it's just how it goes. And now I'm no longer freaked out about it. But in the beginning, if you don't think you have the emotional maturity to sort of keep, you know, a level head and keep perspective and not freak out, if you have several low months in a row, then the reason that I recommend you you have a job is because having a job is going to kind of give you padding. It's going to give you cushion from the sort of freak out you might have if you are relying on your business as the source of income, right? So everything I'm saying, it's for your mental health. It's for your emotional, energetic sturdiness on which so much of your marketing and selling effectiveness hinges, right? We sell best, we market best when we feel like we're okay, when we're sufficient, where we're not needing for the next client to come save us. Do whatever it takes to be in that place of sufficiency when you approach your business as opposed to asking your business to provide it for you. So if you happen to have a toxic, abusive work situation, I'm not saying you have to stay in there no matter what. I would go look for a different job, right? Get support in transitioning to another, you know, employment arrangement that suits you better, that is better for your mental health. But putting that pressure on your business is is not going to solve problems in your business. It might actually exacerbate them. Okay, caveat. There will be times, and there have been times, when my clients quit their jobs before they created consistent income from their businesses, and I encouraged them, and I cheered them on. I was like, yeah, quit that job. And those times when I did that, I want to explain the context, is that they usually weren't, like their entire personal finances weren't hinging on their business bringing money. They had some cushion, right? And how do I put this? Okay, it's kind of like this. When I talk to a client who's contemplating quitting their jobs, I try to get a feel for whether that's coming from a place of strength and a bigness and going towards what they really want, or if it's coming from a place of 
kind of trying to escape what they don't want. It's a very subtle thing, and I can't even really tell you how I can tell. But I mean, you could probably tell in yourself too if you're being really honest with yourself. I feel really good about encouraging my clients to quit their jobs if they're not like dying to quit, if they're not in this like frenzied hurry to quit, if they're not pinning all their hopes and dreams on quitting and sort of the exciting rush of going all in, quote unquote, and if they have a financial cushion. Because again, my priority, like I don't care whether you have a job or not. That's not what I care about. What I care about is your mental health, your ability to sort of weather the waters of entrepreneurship with calm and wisdom, because that's how you're going to make money with your business, right? That's what I care about. Now let's think about when you should go get a job. I think there are, you know, lots of places in entrepreneurship when it helps to ease the pressure by just going and get a job. And once again, because of the bullshit toxic culture around this, a lot of people are tempted to feel, you know, ashamed about it. Like they've somehow failed. And once again, that is totally stupid. I mean, not that you're stupid, but the culture that encourages you to feel ashamed about it is stupid. And we're going to boycott that shit. So, here is how I recommend, like if you are contemplating getting a job to supplement your income, getting a job to ease the financial pressure on your coaching business, here's how I recommend you think about it. I never think about getting a job as like somehow giving up or anything like that. Again, that's toxic culture. That's that's bullshit. The way I think about getting a job when you're an entrepreneur is I think of it like you're allowing the universe to flow money towards you in a bunch of different ways. Like when you have a death grip on your business needing to be the only thing that makes you money, that's like you saying to the universe, universe, I will accept money and abundance, but only through this one channel. I'm only going to open this door through which you can flow abundance towards me. I'm not going to open any of the other doors. All the other channels I am blocking. I don't, I do not want abundance. If you want to send me abundance, it has to be through this door where the universe is like, but there's so much abundance I want to send you. I want to give you so much money through all these different channels. So why are you so closed to all the ways I want to send you money? Right. And you're like, no, I don't want it. Right. If you get a job, if you pick up different gigs, That means you're open to the universe sending you money through different channels. That means you're open to more ways of receiving. I encourage you to think about it that way. I know so many coaches, so many people in my community who are coaches, but they are so multi-talented. You know, they've done so many different jobs. They have so many different talents. They have so many different skill sets. They can go get a bunch of different jobs. They can do a different, you know, a bunch of different kinds of gigs. And I feel like every talent you have, everything you know how to do, every skill, it's a way the universe can like take advantage of to flow more money your way. So why not let the universe flow more money your way, right? Saying yes to money coming towards you in one way doesn't mean you have to commit to that like forever. It doesn't mean that has to be your only thing, but it says, hey, if the universe wants to send me the money this way, I'll take it. I think that is such a better way of looking at it. And it's also true. I love living with this belief of the universe always wants to flow money my way. The universe always wants to flow abundance my way. It always wants to flow, you know, love my way. And if I'm not feeling the love, it's because I'm blocking it somehow. How do I unblock it? 
right? If I'm not making the money, it's because I'm the universe is offering me money and I'm blocking it somehow. How can I just shift my thinking to be open to more sources of money? All right, my friends, I hope this entire episode helped you to feel better navigating all these questions about having a job, running a business, etc. Because if you really are juggling both job and business, you just have to know one thing about what that means. It means you're a fucking badass. So keep being a badass. Keep working towards your dreams. Keep finding the joy and purpose and, and pride and fulfillment in being useful to the world in the ways that you can and letting the universe flow money towards you in all kinds of different ways. All right, my friends, I'll talk to you next week. Hey, if you want a shot of fresh inspiration and actionable tips to improve your marketing every single week in your inbox, you better get on my email list. Sign up to receive my free ebook called 20 Unsolicited Copy Tips. It's been known to get people to come out of the woodwork and ask to work with you. So get on that link in the show notes and I'll see you in your inbox next time.